This program is a paid commercial announcement produced and paid for by Jacob Media Partners. No statements made during the Thrive Retirement Roadmap Radio Show shall constitute tax, legal, or accounting advice. You should consult your own legal or tax professional on any such matters. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investment, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed. David Bazaar, Brent Elam, and Karen Bazaar of Thrive Financial Services and Thrive Capital Management are licensed to offer investment advisory services through Thrive Capital Management, LLC, a Pennsylvania state-registered investment advisor. Office headquarters located in Fort Washington and offices of convenience used exclusively for client meetings at Exton, Yardley, and Cherry Hill. Now on Talk Radio 1210, WPHD, WPHD, HD, WOGL, HD3, Philadelphia. The Thrive Retirement Roadmap Show with your hosts, David Bazaar, Karen Bazaar, and Brett Elam of Thrive Financial Services and Thrive Capital Management. They know that the road to a successful retirement is paved with consistent care and a commitment to guide the families they serve. David and Brett are co-authors of the book, Roadmap to Retirement, Navigating Your Way to Peace of Mind. The Thrive team has been recognized by Suburban Life Magazine and Philadelphia Magazine as one of the area's top wealth management firms. They've been featured in numerous publications such as the Wall Street Journal, CBS News, Fox, NBC, and ABC as well. But their greatest accomplishment yet is their ability to talk to people just like you about living out their dreams in retirement. Their phone is always open at 800-516-5861 or visit thrivefinancialservices.com. Now, here's David, Karen, and Brett, along with Joe Krause. And a good Saturday morning, everyone, and welcome in the Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show, as we come to you on a Saturday morning here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. What is the 2020 contribution limits? And do you know about the SECURE Act? A little bit later on in the program, we're going to give our listening audience an opportunity uh, to go to the website and download some of that information. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show in the month of February, uh, one week closer uh, to tax time. Uh, More workshops are being scheduled uh, for the week next week. I'll tell you about that as well before we get to all of that information. David, good morning to you. How are you, sir? Good morning, Joe. Doing well. Still a little under the weather with the cold, so I'll apologize in advance for coughing and but I'm sitting on the other side of the room, so I don't infect anybody. All right. And, and we definitively it. know it's not the coronavirus. All right. So. Very good. <laughs> it's all good. There we go. All right. So what's on agenda today? Your thoughts? Are, I know we always have a good lineup, a good outline. But the one change that we've made for 2020, you've identified a topic coming into the, week, uh, into the show, and then we've, we've gone deeper. We've gone deeper than just a normal, uh, than, than just a, a few minutes on the topic. Yeah, we've had, um, we, we have literally, John. Never seen, you know, just finishing up January. Never seen a January as busy as we have been. And I, and again, in thirty years, I've been doing this thing for thirty years. This January, for whatever reason, um, we actually had workshops over the past two weeks where we had to close the class. Um, we were over capacity, like we had to let people know that had registered that they can't attend this one. We gave them a follow up date that they could because we were just going to be out of fire code. It was, so it was 
pretty amazing with that. And I think, that, again, that's due to the information that we're providing. The word is certainly spreading. So today, you know, I, and I've said this on past shows, Joe, and I, I think we're going to spend a little time reiterating and enforcing this. This is kind of one of the only industries where folks take it upon themselves to quote unquote doctor themselves, mm-hmm. you know, doctor themselves, mm-hmm. diagnose, prescribe, and treat themselves. And, um, you know, what I want to do today is kind of break down a little bit that I can, I can agree with people that are out there self-managing their investments, you know, because a lot of the defense that the consumer has about, well, I don't really need an advisor because I manage my own money and I'm finding out that I perform equally, if not better, one performance of my investments and I don't have to pay a fee. If that's where we stopped, I would agree that somebody who takes the time to educate themselves, do the due diligence, do the follow on work, stay accountable pay attention, follow up with changes, make proper adjustments, they can doctor themselves when it comes to pure investment management. But when it comes to retirement income planning and all the complexities that go along with that, social security decisions, Medicare decisions, surcharge level decisions, proper taxation, proper diversification of tax um, buckets, um, legacy planning now that the SECURE Act has become a game changer, and the list goes on. I have so many people say, David, how could I know all this stuff? So again, if the argument is, I only need help with my investment management, and I'm not worried about what happens in retirement with all those things that I just described, then you probably can doctor yourself. If there's more to it, and you want to navigate retirement successfully and not make, and this is what we're going to cover, Joe, the costly mistakes that we typically see people making because they don't even know that it should be a consideration. So that's what we're going to spend a lot of time on the show today. Yeah, that's a good way to put it, Brett. Let me come to you and get you to weigh in a little bit. Uh, Off of David's opening statement or mini monologue, um, I would say then, based off of that, and and, and it certainly rings true, there are so many potholes along the road uh, that we can hit uh, as we navigate that roadmap into retirement, during retirement, and in preparation for ultimately after retirement. Yeah, sometimes I like how we do these shows. It's just like the book that we had wrote, Krause, not all the things to do, but all the things not to do. Mm -hmm. And when we go down this path today about all the costly errors, it's funny. Somebody I had met with last week who considered it, David said, doctor yourself. They said, I'm a do-it-yourselfer. And when, we, when they finish coming in as part of that complimentary Thrive Retirement Roadmap Review, Krause, you know what they characterize themselves as? They go, I figured out I was a do-it-yourselfer. Now I just figured out myself as a screw-it-up-yourselfer. You, and David said it. All I thought this was was investment management. But with that laundry list of things that David just threw out there, they said, I can't figure all this out on my own. And again, those are, those are the important things that we want people to hear when they come out to our workshop, whether they're listening to us here on the radio, is there's a lot of different pieces to navigate as we're entering this retirement world. And again, retirement not being the fourth quarter. 
it's being halftime, and we got a long time that we got to navigate down a new set of roles. You know, if you, if you call my cell phone and you get my voicemail, you'll get a, a quote at the end of my message that basically says, if you find yourself to be the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room. And I think that that is uh, absolutely true, Karen. I agree with you 100%. We can always learn more. And you always have to be open to that. Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show here on Talk Radio 1210, uh, WPHT. As David mentioned, we've got a great show lined up for you uh, talking about costly mistakes. Uh, With that, before I come back to you, David, just to set the table for the listening audience, on the agenda for next week, four workshops are scheduled uh, on the agenda. Cherry Hill Public Library uh, is the first on February 10th, uh, then one on the 11th at the Ludington Library, which is located uh, in Bryn, Ma- Bryn Mawr. Cherry Hill Public Library is obviously uh, in, in Cherry Hill. And then two on the 12th. I'll tell you about the other two, but the 10th and the 11th of next week are the first two of four. And I gather that as you start to get into the year, uh, the workshops are going to increase. And then based off you just saying that you had to literally shut down entrance into the workshop, uh, which is an amazing thing. Um, it's just people have to get registered. They ha- and, and it's all free. It's all complimentary. Yeah, absolutely. And we, um, just for clarity, I don't scare anybody, we notified people in advance not to come. So we mm-hmm. closed the website, the ability to register, and then people that were booked that were over, that's who we contacted and said, hey, if you don't mind, we're going to p- just push you out to the next one. Uh, and, you know, I, I think that speaks volumes, like you said, Joe, that, you know, people are really in search of this information. And, you know, th- I think one of the main reasons our workshops are so full is that people have already gone through that course, um, you know, where they go out to these dinner workshops and, you know, they get served a big meal and you have, you know, a- an advisor who isn't really broad in their knowledge of all the moving puzzle pieces of retirement. And it ends up being primarily um, a sales pitch type situation. I think people are tired of that. I think people kind of know, especially, and I don't say more educated by any stretch, but the people who tend to be do-it-yourselfers are looking purely for education. They're really going out. And we're completely authentic that that workshop does not talk about product. It does not talk about sales. It strictly talks about concepts related to taxes and retirement. Yeah, there's there's nothing sitting there for sale. It's come out with an open mind. And I've said it many, many times over the course of all of these shows, you will leave more educated after the workshop than when you arrived at the workshop. That is, in a world where there are not very many guarantees, that is a 100% uh, unconditional uh, guarantee. We'll get to our first commercial break. We'll be back on the other side with David, Karen, and Brett as we roll along. This is Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. And back here on Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show here on a Saturday morning. 
on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. We'd love uh, broadcasting on Talk Radio 1210 uh, WPHT. The scope and the depth uh, of the audience, the growth of Thrive Army since Thrive Financial Services began their relationship with 1210 WPHT. Um, It has been special and it has been spectacular and a a special thanks to everybody uh, who is part of uh, the Thrive Army. Brett, let me get you to kick off the segment uh, about mistakes. That's what we're going to kind of zero in on today. And, And these are mistakes that a guy like me is going to make, that our listeners are going to make, whether because we're doctoring ourselves, because we just don't know, we think we know, or we've just never put any time into trying to understand it. Yeah, and I would definitely want to, before I dig into this list, talk about these costly mistakes. This is this just does not pertain to people that just doctor themselves or do it themselves. These are mistakes that we see with people that work with other advisors, which is just as important. So I don't want people to necessarily put their guard down saying, ah, I work with somebody. I'm definitely not making these mistakes. These are things that David, Karen, and the rest of the team here at Thrive have just, we've amassed a list. I'm not sure we could probably do this list for a month of all the things that we've seen going through these plans. And again, Krause, before I dig into my list, I always say, there's three ways you grow your bottom line. The first way, world peace. Let's reduce our risk and increase our performance. Everyone in our industry thinks we're pretty good at it. The doctor yourselves, you do it yourselfers, think they're pretty good at it too. Number two, pay less in taxes. I don't think we need to talk about that. We care about taxes. One plus one equals two. There's a science from the tax standpoint of it. I'm going to be talking about some of the costly mistakes related to taxes. And then number three is fees. And then when people pay fees, what value are you getting for your fees? Value or price only becomes an issue when there's absence of value. So I get it with all these, these do-it-yourselfers saying, what are these guys really doing for me? I can just go do it myself at Vanguard or Fidelity, et cetera. And, and, and the article that I always reference is Vanguard has an incredible article on their site that we talk about all the time that in working with an advisor, working with a fiduciary, someone who does it all can make you an additional 3% as they quantify it. They have a great article. So these are some of the mistakes that we want our listening audience to be conscious of. Again, just like our book, things not to do, things not to do. So the very first thing that I see all the time, and David says it during the workshop, is most people in the room have all the money they're ever going to need to retire, but yet they take so much risk they don't need to. So risk tolerance, to me, is a number one mistake that I see when people come in, is they have a wide divergence to what their stomach can handle and the way their portfolio is set up. I call it selective amnesia. We talked about it just a couple weeks ago, is we just believe the market's going to do nothing but go up, go up, go up. So again, sometimes it's being true to yourself. Do I need to take all that assumed risk that I had as I was navigating up to retirement? Again, as I'm not earning anymore and maybe even spending that money down, how does that risk tolerance need to be adjusted and or look as I'm navigating down? It's a big one, Krause. It really is. I mean, and I, I, I'm trying to process along with the listeners. That's huge. That is so big. And, and I think we fail at that, me included, in that bucket of people because we just don't know. It is impossible. for uh, It is impossible unless you're an expert. It's to a, self-manage. You can't, there's no way you can know it all. 
that's one. And then number two, because we're going to talk about some social security. We're going to talk about some tax. By the way, the, I'm not being disrespectful. No, not at all. By saying that. That's just reality. Get right. a second opinion. We yeah, talk about it all the time. Unless you're a financial advisor and you're taking care of your own self. Yeah. Like Brett said, you don't, and Dave said, you don't doctor yourself. So take some professional advice. Sometimes yeah. the trick is finding the professional that you trust. That's oh. a good point. Absolutely. And people always concentrate on the gross. We care about the net. Mm-hmm. Again, after everyone has their hand in the cookie jar, taking it out of your pocket, mm-hmm. is what are you left with? Second thing I always see, costly mistakes, is people just not having basic documents in order. We always talk about the importance of a written income plan, but we always share with people, I go, do you have a will? And they say, no. I go, you actually do have a will because the state sets those guidelines for you. It's just getting those preliminary documents correct, whether it's a power of attorney and wills. That's where we start. I sat with a couple last week who I think had more agita about their son-in-law and daughter-in-law than they had related to the market. But yet they had substantial assets in that five to $6 million range, but yet no documents were in place. I said, if you both passed away tomorrow, would you be concerned if half of your assets went to your in-laws that you feel aren't going too well that may end up in divorce? And he said, yeah, that's worse than me losing the money into the market, knowing that somebody that truly isn't my best interest isn't isn't who should have been getting my money at the end of the day. And what we share with people, there's easy ways to get it done. Because when you start talking about lawyers and all those documents, you can either pay a little bit now and get it done correctly, or when you're no longer here, that much more money is being spent to unwind and unscrew up everything that should have been done that never should have been. Those to me are number one and number two, risk tolerance and just having the appropriate basic documents in place where God forbid, if you're not here, is that your wishes actually get carried forward. Yeah. And just as a follow up on his, on, on his example, uh, uh, David and Karen, you can weigh in on this too. Uh, you're a married couple, obviously. There's no reason why you wouldn't want to do it you wouldn't want to have a will and you but you don't there's no reason why you wouldn't want to have a plan but you don't is that is that fair it, look it's just you know people are people it's procrastination yeah. it's it's the inertia of not doing things it's no real mechanism of understanding what the consequences of not taking that proper planning uh, unfortunately it happens frequently you know like one of the things that we see on this particular line joe is as a, as a function of people getting divorced, which, you know, in society today here in the U.S., it's about 50% of marriages end in failure. And, you know, it's a stressful time. It's emotional, not only for the couple that's going through the divorce, but also the legal professionals that are trying to hash out the settlement. And, you know, you can only get a divorce decree done once, you know, per marriage. So if it's not spelled out correctly in that divorce decree, and what needs to be spelled out correctly is beneficiary changes to IRA accounts. Mm-hmm. So if that gets overlooked, you, give it, you know, you got husband A and wife A, they get a divorce, and husband A marries wife number two, and the thought, you know, he passes away in the second marriage, and that new spouse is anticipating an inheritance from the IRA accounts, but the beneficiaries were never changed. So the former spouse ends up receiving all of the IRA proceeds. That's, that's a disaster, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. um, unless that's the wishes of that particular couple. But right. again, in most situations, it wouldn't be. So that's something is simply making sure that you've got a checklist that 
you're, you're reviewing or your financial professional is reviewing whether it's your will or it's the IRA beneficiaries, whether you need a durable power of attorney and a health care directive. Um, God forbid, look, we don't know our dates of death. I mean, if we did, life would be pretty darn easier, um, but we don't. So God forbid you walk out and you're killed in a car accident where you're you're incapacitated and in a vegetable state. Nobody knows what your wishes are really puts amazing emotional burden on the top of the emotional burden of trying to figure out what to do. And then if you don't have your, you know, and Karen will probably talk a little bit about this today too, that if it's been where one spouse versus the other has really been the dominant person with managing the finances, and that's the person who passes away, then we've got a spouse that's left with not a great understanding of how things work. That can all easily be handled prior to passing away. And it's, again, unfortunately, it's just procrastination. It's, we don't want to, maybe we don't want to address our ultimate mortality or whatever it is, but as financial professionals, it's one of the checklists that we work on annually with our clients to make sure no changes happen. Karen, how many times have you on this very show talked about or used a conversation that you had with a client or a potential client um, who was in the scenario that David just talked about. Right. So many. Yep. And procrastination is the worst thing you can do. And I think sometimes people don't know what to do, but we will walk you through and you have a checklist and you know what needs to be done. And the recent tragedy, the death of Kobe Bryant really brings to light. I mean, it's such a tragic turn of events. His poor wife lost a husband and she lost a child. When is the best time to prepare for a spouse's death? Before or after it happens, right? So Dave and I have been married for 31 years, right? Am I good? 31? What are you asking me for? <laughs> and, but, that's you know, right. David, that's you right. know the answer. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm looking at it. It's just we, we know. We have everything set. Whenever we go away, our kids know. There is a file. They know who to, well, they know Brett. If Brett's not going away, they know they can always turn to Brett. I can't travel with them anymore. They call yeah, me. That, yeah, we, we don't even travel together. We've anymore. actually thought about taking different planes, but yes. Thought. I mean, we've done it. Yeah, we have done it. Five times. Yes, just because of that situation. But don't procrastinate. There's, this is a perfect example, the death of Kobe Bryant. Joe, in our, in our office in Fort Washington, when you walk down the hallway, oh, yeah. we have uh, posters framed posters of all the mishaps related to celebrities and passing away without any direction. So some very, very famous people that did no estate type planning whatsoever. And it's a little biographical story of each person and what the consequences of that were. So, you know, people that own football teams, celebrities, um, you know, uh, what's a L- Leona Hemsley when she passed away? The ta- She left all of her money to her dog. dog, dog, to her dog. So the family and what ensued afterward was monumental. Now, we're not talking about that necessarily, that type of wealth, but I'm going to tell you one thing, um, and we'll talk about it in the next segment, is in 2025, a lot of the tax benefit provisions that have been set aside sunset and go away. And one of the big ones is estate planning and the levels that estate planning kicks back in. So we already know this is happening. It's going through a $23 million, $23.5 million exemption back down to $5 million. 
And a lot of people we sit with, that's going to be relevant, and they have no plan in place. They don't even know that's out there. It's written in tax law, 2025. It if, repeals right back to $5 million bucks. If you're 57 years old right now, in five years, you'll be, you'll be 62, and that change will be waiting for you that's if it. you're not and prepared you, or planned. It's that, Krause. And those topics that we just hit on this morning, again, if you're a listener on the radio saying, this sounds like me, I need to get that second opinion, what am I doing? 1-800-516-5861. Again, 1-800-516-5861. Feel free to email us at info at Thrive, T-H-R-I-V-E, thrivefinancialservices.com. These are all things that we want to sit down. It's all part of that complimentary Thrive Retirement Roadmap Review, where we just take that deep dive and just start checking things off. Yep, we're right there. We're right there. Stay with us as we get to a commercial break. On the other side, we'll continue the conversation. This is Roadmap to Retire. The radio show on a Saturday morning here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. And back here on Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show, as we come to you on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. You heard Brett give out the contact information. If you go to thrivefinancialservices.com and you scroll down to the middle uh, of that opening page, uh, you'll see the list identified of the workshops. We talked uh, about February 10th at the Cherry Hill Public Library, the 11th at the Ludington Library, which is in Bryn Mawr. There are two workshops. Workshops, Brett, quickly on the 12th. Uh, one is at the West Bradford Township Building. That is in Downingtown and Lower Makefield Township Building uh, in Yardley. It's a double shot on the 12th of February, but four all together from the time people consume this show until we come back on the air next week. They have four opportunities. Yeah, that's it. You know, we hadn't been to the Ludington Library since last uh, Memorial Day, and we've heard a lot of people from that area that love the education, so we're going to be going back there on the 11th. And then two new venues that we went to in the tail end of 2019, both out in Chester County at the West Bradford Township Building and then the Lower Makefield Township Building. So we got a double header on uh, Wednesday evening. Um, one in Chester County, one in Bucks County. And one in Bucks County. I'm not sure what I said, but one in Chester, in Chester County. County. Yeah, one in Bucks County, Lower Makefield, and one in Chester County. Um, we're uh, get an opportunity to hear, go deep into this tax conversation. So excited. We got four on tap for this week coming Sounds up. Sounds good. Come on, Bucks County. Come on out to uh, that event uh, at the Lower Makefield Township building uh, on the 12th. The start of that is 7 o'clock. We're in the middle of a conversation about mistakes that we all make. This is not meant to be a beat-up session on all of our listeners, me included. This is meant to create awareness for the mistakes that you're, you are going to make, you have made, and what to do next. Yep, and hopefully someone out there listening can prevent a mistake from happening, or if they've started something, you can maybe fix it. And if you are curious about if you're making mistakes, come in and see us. Uh, Thrive Financial Services is our website, so take a look at us. We'd love to visit with you. Uh, I'm going to jump back into, we're talking about mistakes, and we were talking about the passing of uh, Kobe Bryant. Hopefully they had something planned, but... In general, the mistakes that I have seen, one biggest mistake out there is women really do need to pay attention to the financial plan for when one of you passes away. And I have seen some mistakes recently. Uh, a, a couple of them, um, one of them was, you might not think it's important, but their husbands passed away and they had no credit cards in their name and their social security number. 
So when your husband passes away, those credit cards go away as well. So if you're out there listening and you're a married couple, have been married for a long time, but you maybe never had a job or never opened up your own credit card, not saying use it, but it's always good to have that in your back pocket. Um, yeah, and just the understanding of the financial part of that, I guess, is, well, we know it's, we, we know it's important, but I think that's more, I think that happens more often than you oh, might, very, think, than you it, might it, think. Yeah, it, it happens, happens a lot. I've spoken to women who've never met with us before that were widows, and the situation has arisen, and they, they're not working anymore, they're retired, they have no income except for Social Security, and that's a problem. So well, credit isn't established. Mm-hmm. So if they need to go borrow against the house for health care needs or long-term care needs, they can't do it, right? They're, so it's a big deal. Yep. Yeah, it really is. It's, it's not really thought about mm-hmm. a lot. Exactly. Karen says it, and, you're, and maybe you're listening, and you're thinking, oh, well, that's not really that right. big of a deal. Now put it into a perspective where you've got a major health issue, sure. and you need cash, or you need money. You need the ability to be able to provide for that for yourself, and you're sitting in a house, and you can't do it. Right. She was actually trying to get a home equity uh, line of credit, and they were like, you don't have any credit. So it really wasn't, her name wasn't even originally on the original mortgage application. Mm-hmm. So, um, You know, it's a good mistake that goes right along with that, is, is especially, especially wise when husbands die, but we see it both ways, is people not being aware of all Social Security benefits they're entitled to. Another mistake that we hear just that falls right, right along the line of what Karen shared, is not only having that credit for what happens when one dies, but just knowing everything that you have available to you. Again, just don't take at the service. Social, I went to Social Security. They told me the right answer. Become aware. Get educated. Make sure that you get that right decision that needs to be made for you, not somebody just necessarily, oh, these are the rules. Well, how does that rule apply to you? I remember a conversation on this show about the Social Security office is not really, the intention of the Social Security office is not to provide detailed options or information for you, their, their, their intention is to give you the black and white answers. The black and white answers. It's right? that simple. They're not allowed to give financial advice. And we don't want them to. I mean, it's mm-hmm. somebody at a clerical position trying to give advice. It just creates a lot of liability for the government. That's why they put it into their policy that mm-hmm. you can't get that. But like what Brett's saying is there, we've seen people that didn't know that they were entitled to switch from their own benefit to their spousal benefit, which was a higher monthly payout when their spouse passed away. I didn't know I was entitled to that. Um, again, it's just, it's, it's not ignorance. It's, it's just a you know, it's, it's a lack of knowledge. It's not being aware, like Brett said. Um, these are things that we bring to people's attention that go, okay. And even if it's something that's pending in the future, at least you now have it. I, just like you said, Joe, just a second. I think I heard this once before. So it at least creates that, you know, that thought process to go, I got to find out more about that. That's what you hear all the time. I don't know what I don't know. Mm-hmm. And that's the purpose of the Thrive Retirement Roadmap Review is to share those things, bring them to light so that you can just be, more, be made more self-aware. If I'm sitting out there and I'm listening to the show and I'm 48 years old, I'm married, I've got a couple of, we, we have a couple of kids, should we be in a conversation with Thrive Financial Services right now? Should we be coming to one of the complimentary workshops to um, to start to understand what that roadmap is going to look like at 48. Where's the number? Where do we? Where yeah, should that's we a begin great to- that's a great question, and that's a little early for us. Okay. Yeah. Um, at that particular point, you've probably are in that life 
stage of accumulation and 401k and sending the kids to college. And, you know, you may be every dollar is being accounted for. And, Mm -hmm. um, you know, so from a retirement planning standpoint, the only thing we could benefit somebody at that point is to give them some guidance on their investment portfolios, making sure that they're properly aligned with their risk tolerance level, so on and so forth. But the real age for us, Joe, is around, it's probably 55, 56 at the early side. Um, that's really somebody who's proactive about their financial future. And then most of the people that we see are right around, you know, they start out at 60. And that's when we get into kind of the nitty gritty and the application process in the sense of, here's a strategy. How does that apply? Let me execute. And at 60, you're now within range of trying to understand 62 or Social Security, one of those decisions where I've got to make I've got to start to get ready to make a decision, right? Yeah, and it's a great lead-in, Joe, because one of the things I wrote down here is one of the big mistakes we see, and we know it's a mistake. It's validated that it's a mistake that 50% of the American population starts their Social Security benefits at age 62, which is the earliest possible age. And it's not done based on logic. It's not done based on calculation. It's done based wholly on emotion. Most people, when they are surveyed of why they started early, they said one of a couple things. I'm probably, I'm probably going to die young. Okay. Well, where was that coming from? You know, we'll ask, well, okay, I understand that. Tell me about your parents. Tell me about mom's side. Is mom still alive? Yeah. Mom's 92 years old. Uh, when did your grandparents pass away? Oh, they, they passed away in their nineties. What about dad's side? Same thing. What makes you think you're going to pass away early? Gee, I never really thought about that. Too late. I already started taking social security at age 62. So I am permanently discounted the amount of benefit that I'm going to get over my lifetime. It's based on emotion based on emotion, no logic, no calculation. So as an example, just an example, just a concept, we find many, many, many times. So let me take a step back. Here's what most people's perception of retirement is. I'm going to pick a date where I no longer have to cover my health benefits because I'm old enough to get Medicare and I won't start my social security until I retire. So for most people, it's 65, 66 years old, and they think everything has to line up based on those ages. So there's many, many times that we'll offer alternatives where we'll say, okay, you're 61 years old. If you had the choice to work because you wanted to versus you had to, would that be a good option for you? Would you like to have that choice? What do you think most people would say? They'd say yes. Yeah, of course, right? I mean, if I like my job right now, but man, working under, you know, a situation where my boss can't break my whatever because I don't need this job anymore, that's got to be very liberating. I would imagine, right? I mean, that's why I've never had a boss in my life. I want to run my own life. Mm-hmm. Um, so most people don't think that's in reach. We do an analysis through that Thrive complimentary consultation, um, which people, if they call us, at 800-516-5861. They can find out if these things type, you know, type things I'm talking about apply to them. But we, a lot of times, can show people they can retire at age 62, not start Social Security until age 70, and not have to pay for health insurance waiting for Medicare. And when we show them, they go, how come nobody's ever shown me this before? Did you hear what I just said, Joe? 
not taking Social Security at 62, but waiting till 70 and being able to retire at 62, not having to worry about the cost of health care before I get to Medicare age, maximizing my Social Security, maximizing my health care costs, retiring when I want, just by shuffling the deck a little bit differently. And because most people don't have the tools or the understanding, they don't do it, and they end up living the life that they think they have to versus what's available to them. If people would come in for that complimentary consultation, we would show them how it works, and they can schedule that by either going to our website, thrivefinancialservices.com, or calling our office at 800-516-5861. As we go to a commercial break, I'll remind our listening audience that radio is theater of the mind, so you can imagine David ready to jump out of his chair uh, with that uh, statement. Very profound, very emphatic, very good. Nice job in terms of delivering that message. We'll get to a commercial break. One more segment to go on this Saturday morning. Back in a moment. And welcome back, everyone, to Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show. As we come to you every Saturday morning at 6 a.m., we start your weekend with your Roadmap to Retirement on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. When we came on the air uh, this morning, I referenced the ability, uh, David, for the listening audience to uh, go to the website, download the 2020 contribution limits, and I also referenced the SECURE Act, which we've talked about uh, recently and many, many times leading up to the uh, to the SECURE Act. Uh, very simple process. Just go to thrivefinancialservices.com uh, and you can secure or you can download that information. Again, there's no charge. Yeah. Also, we wanted to make it very, very easy. In addition to going to the website, People can actually, because texting has become this major, major thing for people. It's so easy, right? It's, it's non-threatening. You don't have to open up an email. You don't have to talk to anybody. So if people want to get the information that we have available on the website, uh, primarily what's going on with the SECURE Act, and I can't emphasize enough, Joe, this SECURE Act has changed the game for many, many, many people. And this is not something you have to be ultra wealthy that it's going to impact you. Um, if you're leaving something north of a half a million dollars, potentially, the SECURE Act is going to impact you. So you can text the word SECURE, S-E-C-U-R-E, to the following number, 267-870-8210. That's 267 870 8210. Text the word secure and you'll be able to download that report directly. Yeah, good stuff. And the the Thrive team does a really, really good job with interacting and getting the listening audience and the Thrive Army information and and everything else. And just real quick, before we get to Karen, I really want the audience to understand something. They should feel comfortable um, just to give us a call. If you have a question, right? Don't hesitate. Just give us, if it's a literally, just a question. You don't want to come in for a consultation. You don't want, you know, if you think it's a sales pitch, it's not. But if, you know, you don't want to avoid that. And you just want to call up and say, can I talk to Brett? Can I talk to Karen? Can I talk to David? I just got a question about Social Security, Medicare, um, whatever it is. Feel free to call us. You will get no pressure from us. 
we'll ask you a couple of questions just so we can give you the right answer. But give us a call. I mean, we're such a resource out there for, you know, kind of the Philadelphia community. And uh, we're so passionate about doing it. I, I, I just wish more people would take advantage of it. What a great word, resource. You guys are an incredible resource for the public. And we're a resource that are, that are fiduciaries. Yes. So when, you know, like, like I said, we're going to ask you a couple of questions because we can't just give you necessarily a blanket answer if it's not applicable for your financial situation. So we always want to make sure that the information we provide is appropriate. Pretty good stuff. I, I, that stops me in my tracks to be able to know that and, and, and deliver this content to the audience under the premise that it's complimentary, it's incredible information, there's no charge for it, and sitting in front of me are three advocates for the listening audience. Uh, it's unbelievable. And, and you know what's scary, Krause, and again, when sometimes when people are, they admit they're doing it themselves, there's selfers, pardon me, they'll say, yeah, you're right. I've never heard this before. But you know what? One of the biggest mistakes I see people make, especially when they're working with somebody, is they become so comfortable and complacent that they think everything that has gotten them to where they're at is the exact same rules that it needs to be on navigating down. And that's almost more dangerous than somebody working with somebody who doesn't understand or can put all those different puzzle pieces that we've talking about here today. And that's where we give people ammo to say, you got to question the person that is working on your behalf. Again, fee becomes an issue when there's absence of value. And if you're going to pay a fee, what are you getting for that fee? And again, putting all those puzzle pieces together. Do not become comfortable. Do not become complacent. You do not get a do-over when it comes to retirement. Well stated. Let's uh, finish up the show today uh, with, uh, we're talking about mistakes. We've mm -hmm. been dealing with that as a topic uh, today. Karen, I'll defer to you to pick up the conversation from there. Great. So another uh, area that I tend to see myself when I'm working with, especially women, and statistically speaking, it is true that women tend to avoid risk and we miss growth opportunities. And I have met with women who have been widowed or are responsible for family finances due to their husband, um, you know, having a terminal illness or Alzheimer's, something that's uh, changed their, their cognitive ability. And um, they remember 2008 and they said, oh, I was in the market back then and my 401k just uh, went down so much I couldn't take anymore. So I took all my money and I put it in money market account or savings account. But, you know, you're getting, if you're lucky on a savings account, 1%. The interest rates just aren't out there to grow your money. And they think they're being safe. Technically, your money's safe. But when you're looking at retirement as a whole, we know there's other places that you can put your money that we're going to get you a little bit more interest than that. And you are not safe because you're not keeping up with inflation. One of the reports we do is a retirement stress analysis. And we include inflation because what you need to live off of now, 20 years from now, is not going to be the same thing. You know, well, maybe you go shopping, but the price of milk, I mean, the price of gas when I first started driving was 90 cents a gallon. It's crazy now. So that's an area where I definitely, we definitely see. And it can be managed. We're risk mitigators. And if we put together a plan for you, we're there for you 100% of the time. And you're going to sleep well at night, yeah, for sure. The, the program almost uh, that you utilize for it, uh, 
is a check and balance for even you in putting the information right for the, on behalf of the individual. It's a check and balance in terms of being able to being able to take what is real, real meaning their information, and then off of your questions, be able to try and help people understand. Is that am I saying that accurately or no? Am I, am I, confu- yeah, I don't want to confuse anybody. I'm confused. Uh, I am. No, you're saying it accurate, but... So th- now it's a little bit reciprocal, because there's times we talk, and you say, I'm confused, I'm confused. So, so I'm confused. <laughs> what do you mean, Joe Krause? Tell okay. us what you're talking about. <laughs> I'm, I'm coming off of Karen's example. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to understand my dollars today in terms of how they're going to apply. Sure. Today I'm 55, and 13 years I'm going to be 68. How are they going to apply... The system will at least allow you to lay out my roadmap so I can see that. Is that? Spot on. Okay. That's spot on. Yeah. All the analysis. And, you know, I've done 10,000 different possible ways to figure it out. So it's it's incredibly thorough. By the way, my wife always says that to me. I'm so confused. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> only I, she, she, only she, she says, shut up. Don't even bother trying to explain go. it. I am one of the male species who listens very well because mm-hmm. Karen tells me I have to. Mm-hmm. So um, it, it works out fine. I, I, just, I just text him anymore. So yes, right. We just text but, him. We but, don't she, even talk. but she has autocorrect and I can never understand what that actually means. I hate autocorrect. I don't even understand it. It drives me, it drives me crazy because I, I, I try and talk into my phone now when I'm trying to send the text and then it autocorrects and then it sends something. I got to go back in there and change well, it anyway. Since we're on this topic, Joe, okay. I've got a question. All right. Okay. So tell me how you feel that when you text somebody... And you think it, there's really no need for a response. This is good. But you get a response. Like, does that bother you? Like, how do you handle that? Does it bother so, me that, like, I get, that I get I'm gonna one? Go, I'm going to get gas in the car. I'll be home soon. That's actually not a good example. I don't know. I, there's just times I'm like, I thought I was done. And then the next thing I hear my phone ding and I got to look at it again. It just, I'm just not a fan. I'm just not a fan. I think it just let it end. I just do a thumbs up or whatever. Yeah, it, it's actually the thumbs up it or just the mean, K. It just right. means, it just so means. It closes I, the gap of communication. It just means I read the, re, the text That's and it. I got you. That's all it means. So what are you saying? I'm are going with that one. Are you supposed to do it or not? I'm saying. I just yeah, let the text conversation I understand end. where David's coming from. I just end it. Joe, you and I understand. But how yeah. do you know the other person got it? Well, if they have an iPhone, it'll say read receipt. No, 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 no. You mean got it that way, or do you mean got it, they understood what you were saying? No, 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 no. That, what David just said, oh, okay. read receipt. Yeah. I, I don't even get to that. Okay, so we have, veered, we have veered way off track level. from okay. a financial show into public discourse. So anyway, let's, let's get back to our show. Okay, but you can, on that note, you can text the word SECURE to 267-870-8210, and you will get a response yes, when you, you pass that in, right? <laughs> All right, that's a good point, Joe. Okay, that's it. Yeah, a right, couple of minutes left in the show before we uh, okay. say goodbye. Um, I'll throw open open floor. I don't want to talk anymore today. I've consumed too much of uh, too Joe, much of the show. People make a mistake, and now there'll be more mistakes made in making determination. I'll give you a perfect example. I sat with somebody on Friday yesterday, and they are an absolute 100% candidate for doing a Roth IRA conversion. And their response was, I don't think a Roth IRA conversion is appropriate for us. 
I said, okay, so can you give me a couple reasons why you don't think? And they said, well, we don't have any real reasons for it, but we've heard they're not good. And then my second follow-up question is, well, who did you hear that from? Not really sure, kind of in conversations. I said, do you think those people knew what your personal financial circumstances were? They said, absolutely not. I said, so are we speculating or do we know? And if you had a choice on something so critically important for your future, would you want to speculate on something being worthwhile or know for the fact that it's the appropriate thing to do? And obviously they said, we want to know the fact. So my point of that mistake is if those folks were not sitting with us where they had a point counterpoint conversation, they probably would continue down the path of thinking that a Roth IRA conversion was not appropriate for them. When in fact, it is abundantly appropriate for their particular situation. So Brett used the word complacency. Um, I'm not sure what other words. Indecision is probably a huge mistake. Karen addressed it when it comes to market conditions, right? Um, People just don't know what to do. Do I stay in this market, it being as volatile and crazy and as long of a bull market as it it is, or should I go to the sidelines? Oh, I've been on the sidelines for so long, I'm missing this market rally. Should I get in or should I wait? It's all that indecision that stifles us, and indecision is the worst decision because we don't take action and life gets in the way and we end up forgetting about it. When it comes to retirement income planning, there are decisions that must be made in advance to make sure that you're optimizing and bringing certainty to your retirement plan. Well said. Can't uh, finish up the show a better way, uh, a better way than that. Uh, hang on, I'll punch you off there. Uh, that's going to do it for this week's edition of Roadmap to Retirement, uh, the radio show here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. On behalf of Brett Elam, on behalf of David Bazaar and Karen Bazaar, and all members of the Thrive Army who joined us this morning, I'm Joe Krause. See you next time, everybody. Thanks for listening to Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show, a Jacob Media production. If you're interested in learning more about the power of the radio hour, contact Joe Kraus at 267-261-3428. This program is a paid commercial announcement and in no way represents the views of WPHT or its management.